You're listening to Information is the Best Medicine. Glenn Ellis brings you what you need to know to be healthy. He's not a doctor. He just sounds like one. This is Information is the Best Medicine with your host, Glenn Ellis. This program is committed to helping you make good decisions about your health and the health of those you love. And now, here's your host, Glenn Ellis. Greetings and welcome to Information is the Best Medicine. I'm Glenn Ellis, and we thank you so much for joining us. I'm grateful for your attendance, your participation, and just to be a part of what we're doing here, because what we're doing, we're going to empower all of us to be able to have a better ability to make good decisions about our health and the health of those people we care about. Just that simple. Now, we started this podcast with this series on dementia. So the first episode was so overwhelming in terms of the response. I could not believe some of the stigma, some of the denial. There were people who actually were angry with me for even doing this. They're like, Glenn, why do you have to do this topic? What's going on? I mean, that's so depressing, but it's real. And I'm gonna tell you something else. What I did was I started this series intentionally over the holiday season. Why did I do that? Because what we have learned is that no other time of the year affords us the opportunities to make contact with, to be around, to interact with the people who mean the most to us in this world. So I thought it was a good idea for us to make sure that the information on such an important topic was available for all of us as we gather with those we love and care about during this time of year. Because as you're going to continue to find out in this series, there's so much information that we don't even know exists. So it's impossible that we know it, right? So what we are doing with this program and this podcast We've tried to put together an assembly of the best information, some of the best personal experiences, and some of the best subject matter experts bringing you the latest in research and all types of information associated with Alzheimer's and dementia. I could, I just, this has been really blowing my mind. So first of all, let's do this. This is our second episode. So we're going to pick up where we kind of left off. So I want to go back and just really kind of define this whole thing called dementia so we can know what we're talking about. I want to remind you, dementia is a very, very clever little fella or girl, whatever you want to call it, whatever gender you assign it to, it's clever, okay? Let me, it's so insidious and it's sneaky and it creeps and sometimes it startles you and surprises you, but I want to be sure that we understand that this is not something that's mechanical, right? So it's not like, okay, I'll learn CPR. So if somebody has an emergency, I can just follow the procedure steps for CPR. No, this requires care and compassion because the sensitivity required to recognize it and to feel the compulsion to really step into action to provide the kind of support an individual or family may need. I want you to check out how Meg Grant described the care and compassion that went into 
her attentiveness as her mother began her journey with dementia. When my father died about, uh, my father died about 15 years ago. Um, my mother had always been very independent, uh, fiercely independent. And uh, when my father died, I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit worried about her because um started to notice that she wasn't paying attention to the stove being on. Uh, we had electric stove, but the lights would be on. Um, I started to notice that um, she just wasn't taking as good care of herself. Maybe uh, she was always into good food, organic food. And all of a sudden, you know, I noticed that she wasn't really eating properly. Um, and uh, we, be I, began to, I was around her a lot. Yeah, I want to pick up where we left off in the first episode, where we just introduced everybody to this whole concept, shared some personal stories from Michael, brother Michael Muhammad, my dear friend Raymond Holman, and Meg Grant. We also heard from uh, Professor Thaddeus Pope and Dr. Lisa Barnes. Right now, I want to introduce you to someone whose voice will be very constant in this whole series. And I think you'll appreciate her as well as all of the other people to contribute to our improved knowledge about such an important topic. So I want you to listen to um, Dr. Fayon Epps, a brilliant, brilliant woman at Emory University right now. And she will share some stuff with you. I think you're going to find this very interesting. One of the things is that this has been around, people have been talking about this, but it hasn't been talked about in the Black community. And I will tell you, I had my PhD, had been a nurse for 15 years, and still didn't talk about this in my own family, in my community, and I didn't even know it existed. So when people started talking about this, Glenn, I didn't, I'm like, why y'all talking about this? This doesn't happen in our community. Like what? But when I started digging into the literature, I seen that it did. And then I started off and I said, you know what? I want to meet families. I need to meet some black families that have been through this because I was still wasn't a believer. And I didn't know why this was, you know, why we why we needed to talk about it. And so, so when I started meeting these families, I said, oh, wow, because these families were my neighbors, people I worked with, parents of my uh, children's friends. And it was so close to me that I had no clue that this was happening. So we have to talk about it. And I think platforms like this, I am so grateful that you invited me and other platforms, we have to get this conversation. And guess what? It's a hard conversation to have. And it's really hard, especially when you might start noticing signs and symptoms in yourself or dear, dear loved one. That's super hard, super hard. And I just think we have to just recognize that this is a public health crisis. And if we don't talk about it, it's only going to get worse. More people are going to get it. And then when they're on this journey, they won't receive the support that they need so they can have a great quality life. Dementia, having a form of dementia is not a death sentence. 
And when I go out in the community, that's why I make sure people understand. It is not a death sentence. We can put things in place so you can live fully. A lot of people get a diagnosis and it goes straight into depression. And I try to reverse that. True, we have to, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, there is no cure. Uh, there is nothing that say on the market that says this stops it. You're 100% cured. They are working on all different types of medicines. But when you get a diagnosis, I understand you may want to reflect, but there's still so many things you can put in place that you can live fully. But one of the first things is, is talking about it, talking with your family, letting people know in your circle what's going on so they can start getting educated and understand what they need to put in place. I know so many people living with dementia that's still working. Now, they may need to catch an Uber to work. Their family may need to drop them. But one individual I know, she just does all the collection phone calls. That works for her. You know, so there's certain things that people can still do. So I just want to want us to understand that it's okay to talk about this. And not just okay, we have to. We no longer can be silent. No longer, because it's actually killing us. And as black people, or many people, they say, what, what, um, what I don't know won't hurt me. But in fact, with this, it will. It will hurt you, hurt you as a family. Because this is this is happening all around us. Many times we all don't have this perfect family. You know, back in college, um, my roommate had to do a paper on dysfunctional family. And I'm just like, is that really dysfunctional? Because we all have these different relationships within our family. It really doesn't mean it's dysfunctional. I just think that you have to recognize that relationship. And many times, especially in 2023, a lot of people are put in a situation where they have to care for someone and support someone that may have not been too favorable of, for them growing up, may not have been supportive of their lifestyle or whatever, their career choice um, when they were growing up. But now you're put in that. And I think, you know, I don't know what's the right answer but I think we have to recognize where we are right now and try not to think of the past and know you're placing that person's life to offer them support. This They need it more than ever when they're on this dementia journey. And you have to be able to put those things from the past, put it aside, and again, just kind of focus on the present. But I know that's easier said than done because that person living with dementia they can say some things, right? They can, they would would remember the past and they would bring up some of the things. So it takes a strong person to be in this. And I just encourage those family members, those friends that are in that situation where they're trying to support someone that didn't support them when they were growing up is to just really be strong, stay encouraged, because because they need you. And those things that they're saying and doing right now, it is not, it's the disease, right? They, they fully may not understand those things that are coming out their mouth. But I know it's, it's so, so hard. I, I, I have families all the time that say, well, she didn't do this for me. She didn't do that for me. And it's, I just say, you got to just take a moment, do some reflection. Where are you in your life? You know, did you pass that? And, you know, therapy 
is very, very helpful. So we do have caregivers and I have families that start going to therapy so they can work through those issues so they can be a better supporter, better care partner for their person living with dementia. So this is a series, right? And you'll hear more from Dr. Epps, Dr. Lisa Barnes, Professor Thaddeus Pope, Meg Grant, Raymond Holman, Brother Michael Muhammad, and so many other people that are going to contribute to this. I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is really good news for you because I have committed that I'm going to continue this. It initially was a four-part series. I'm going to do this until I feel or I get the response to let me know that there's enough information in the discourse of our communities to help support our ability to become increasingly prepared to handle what may or may not come along our way. And if it doesn't touch you or somebody you love, somebody that you love is being touched by in somebody in their family. It's somewhere around you. So this is why it's important. So I want to encourage all of you to do a couple of things. The first thing you got to tell somebody who's healthy you care about to check out this series. If you care about them, you got to make sure they're as empowered as you are. The second thing I need you to do is to make sure that you are as in tune with what's going on around you as possible and with you. This is important. I also want you to Feel free to share your comments, your feedback. You can just go to glennellis.com. We got a way for you to let us know what you think. We're all over the social media's platform. So please don't hesitate. We need to keep this conversation going. If we don't, it's not going to be pretty. So we're going to continue, like I said. And um, the next episode will be coming out because we still have to get into caregiving. We have to get into medications. We've got to get into research. We've got to get into family dynamics. You heard some of what Dr. Fayon Epps was talking about, right? So we're going to really get into this stuff. Until the next time, I need you to take good care of yourself and be sure to live the best life possible. Take it away, Mr. Bill. Thank you, Glenn. Information is the best medicine with Glenn Ellis is a Strategies for Wellbeing LLC production. Hosted and executive produced by Glenn Ellis. Original theme music, Best Life Possible, written by Sean Mitchell Caldwell and Glenn Ellis. From Infotainment's Timeless Masterpiece CD. Opening announcer is Nat Washington. Rod McCollum is the research producer. Production location photography by Raymond Holman Jr. Photography. Produced and distributed by Audavita. For Audavita, David Wolf, Executive Producer. Erica Yoakum, Executive in Charge of Production and Operations. Sean Hedinger, Audio Post Production, Engineering and Editing. Jay Spang, Video Post Production Supervision. You can find today's episode at glennellis.com. YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Be sure to follow Glenn on social media for more good health information. Thank you for your support, and thanks for listening. I'm Bill Hall.